Welcome to Pushing Back, the podcast of North Knots Hockey Club, the only club in the Mansfield area. I'm Robbie Hudson, your presenter, and today I'm joined by Jay, Paul and Zach. Unfortunately, Jimmy can't be here at the moment, but he'll be back next episode, I'm sure. Right, in this episode, we'll be hearing about the last few games of the season, which are just coming up. You know, what's left for us? Have we got still got some ambitions to fulfil? So I'll be talking to everybody about that. The other thing I'll be uh, looking forward to hearing again is my Robbie on the road trip to see the ladies at last. That's coming up later in the uh, edition. But I really enjoyed that. That's the first time I've been out to see the ladies in action this season. And it was put off by the weather. So I hope you enjoy it as well. Anyway, let's get back to... Uh, what I've just been saying, the where we are and hopefully where we're going to be in a few weeks' time. Jay, how are you doing? I'm all right, Robbie. Are you? I'm marvellous, thank you. So how is the season going from your point of view? From the men's first team, uh, it's been really successful. Uh, we're currently sitting in third place in the league on 44 points. Chasing Leicester, who are on 45 points, but have a game in hand with us. And it looks like the students are running away with the league on 51 yeah. points. So I fully, looking at how the league is, I probably expect Leicester to pip us into second place because I can't see them dropping any more points, which is disappointing, really, because we drew at Leicester and should have probably beaten them. We drew two all. And then uh, we beat them 3-2 a couple of weeks ago at, at workshop. And 3-2 really flattered them. If we'd have scored six or seven, it wouldn't have been uh, any surprise. We just cope with them really well. So from my point of view, I'm quite pleased because I know, hand on heart, we're, we're the second best team in that league. Students have run away with it. They're looking yeah. outstanding. But other than that, there's nothing that's troubled us this season. And we go into the final games. We play bottom of the table, Nottingham, who are really struggling as a club at the moment. And really? Yeah, they've lost lost one of their teams. Has dropped out of the league. And uh, yeah, the bottom of the league, I think they've only won one game this season. So they're coming to uh, workshop on Saturday. By the time this goes out, we will have probably played them. Yeah, and then yeah, we have an away game at Repton, quarter past four in the evening game for some reason. And then we're at home to Berkswell to finish our season. We've only got three games left now because we played we played an ex we played an earlier game against Loughborough because the students finish a bit earlier, so they get they get some sort of rights to be able to miss the last week of the season and play earlier on a Sunday, uh, which none of the other teams do, but that's the way it is. The student team... I'll, I'll get, make no comment. Yeah, the students get the preference there, but yeah, uh, but yeah so, so player-wise, it's gone fantastic. From last year, when we were struggling to stay up and we changed everything to this year where the team's really gelled. We've got loads of young lads in there. We may lose a couple to university at the end of the season, but we've got a couple in the pipeline that may come in. Uh, there's some players that are interested in joining us. So 
it's really positive, really, really positive. I've not enjoyed a season this much in a long time. So that's really good. Well, the, the occasions I've seen you playing, it's it's been exhilarating stuff. I've really enjoyed it. And I share your, your feelings about the season. I mean, do you know in terms of promotion and relegation, that varies season on season, doesn't it? It does from the National League, depending on who comes down from the National League. But it, it tends to only really affect Midlands Prem and not not us, which is a problem for clubs like Boots because their men's first team uh, are really struggling and they're down near the bottom. So there's every chance that their men's ones could come down right. uh, out of the Midlands Prem. But for us, it should be a simple two up, two down. Is that right, Paul? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I understand it. They're going to over relegate if the national league situation is all the Midlands teams come out of it. So, unfortunately for us, it just means the top two are going to go up, and we're possibly going to miss out, as you say, because I don't expect Leicester to drop any points. But we'll see. Stranger things have happened. They have, yeah, yeah. I mean, with the way Leicester play, I mean, if someone can cope with their long ball that they smash through the middle, then they've every chance of beating them. Uh, and the bouncy pitch at Leicester, but other other than that, uh, yeah, they they're more than likely to come second. And if they do, they do. You know, we'll we'll still live with the fact that you know we're quite comfortable that we've been the second best team in that league. Can't take anything away from Loughborough students, who I think have a squad of about thirty five players, uh, but are all fantastic players. Mm. There was a marked difference. We played students on the 29th of January and drew one all at workshop, which was a really, really good game. They got an equaliser in the last five minutes. Then we play at the crossbar with a short corner in the last minute. So we could have pinched that one and that would have been their first defeat of the season. They're the only unbeaten team in the league now. Because when we went and played them on the 18th of Feb, uh, we lost 7-1 uh, and it was men against boys. There was four or five different players in there than what played against us at workshop, but they were of such a high class. They were fantastic. So I can't follow But with them. a squad like that, they're going to make sure, having seen the way you've played this season, they were not going to miss anybody out. Yeah, I'm sure they players. had their very strongest team that day. Yeah. Uh, so fair play to them. They beat us 7-1. Yeah. And we, we had our strongest team out. We couldn't argue... And the one was really a consolation. I don't think we won a short corner in the game. So they were head and shoulders above. And if that's... The big thing is that it surprised me because, again, that team was completely different because we played Loughborough Town this Saturday and they followed us on after. So me being the geek I am, stay, stayed about while the lads <laughs> went for a shower and watched for half an hour. And they played against a weaker Panthers team than we played because uh, they've lost one of their main men to a red card. And I think they only ran out 5-0 winners. But again, there was another five or six players I didn't recognise from either of the squads that we previously played them. That's why I sort of made the comment that they must have a massive squad of 35 or so players. But it's a university and there are a lot of people about, so... So maybe they are. It'll, it'll give our youngsters something to think about, seeing that kind of quality. It will. It will. You know, uh, both games played in a really good spirit as well against the students. Uh, it, it, they were both really high-class competitive. And I'm sure both teams 
would fare comfortably in the league above, no problem. We're com- we're confident that once we get into that league above, we certainly won't be struggling to stay in that league. We'll be pushing top half of that league because two of the the leagues haven't really sorted themselves out yet. Two of the two teams that went up from our league last year, Beeston and Atherston, they're both sitting top of the league above us now. They've gone straight through. So I think Atherston dropped the first points this weekend. They had a nil-nil, I think. So so they've won nearly every game. And we gave them a good game in the last match of the season last year. So, so yeah, it's, The restructuring of the divisions is, I mean, it was two or three years ago now, but it's, it's still shaking down. It is. And you know what I'd like to see, Rob? I'd like to see, to look at the leagues, there's some teams really struggling in the league above. So almost a playoff would be interesting at the end of the season. So if you finish Mm. sort of third or fourth from the bottom, and if you were sort of third or fourth from the top, if they could do sort of a a playoff, a home and away playoff, that, that... and extend the league, make hockey a bit more exciting instead. It's a bit mundane at the moment, two up, two down. When you look at all the other competitions and stuff, you you just think you can make it so much more interesting. I know the mm. National League now splits in half halfway through. Then the top half challenge for the championship and the and the bottom half play theirs. So yeah. it just, it's just oh, it's just different. Most of the uh, Australian leagues, they they all split and have like a championship at the end of the season with top four teams. Yeah. So so it's something possibly the league could look at whether they will or not. I know they like the old fashioned ways and a bit <laughs> resistant to change at times, but hopefully one day they'll look at certainly a third place playing against third from bottom, especially while the league restructuring is taking place and makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. So I think who so. knows? Who knows? Well, Paul, I, I... Heard from you briefly there. I've not spoken to you for a while. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Robbie. How are you? I'm I'm really good. Have you been enjoying the season with the firsts as much as Jay yeah. has? Obviously. Yeah, it's been a really good year. It's um, well, I'm now the uh, I'm now the old boy in that team. I've had a few people drop out, which yeah, uh, I think uh, I think depressingly, I now know how everyone felt when I started playing hockey, and you've got all these young lads. <laughs> All these young lads coming through, making you feel really old when they're like talking about being at school, and you're thinking, "Oh, I've got home and got to go pay a mortgage." So yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's really good seeing these lads come through, though, and just seeing that next generation of players that the clubs brought through, yeah. because some of them, some of them lads, you've seen basically from birth up to making the first team debut. So it's good, yeah. it's good, to, well, it's good to still be yes, involved. It's good to still be involved and actually be there as a kind of mentor for these lads that are coming through and then hopefully they'll drag someone else through in the next few years and I can actually drop down and help out lower down the club. Well, I, that, that is really positive about these young players. How about the club in general? Can you update us with any developments we should uh, know about? So, yeah, well, I think, honestly, I think the club for the last six to eight months has probably been as strong as it's been for years. Regardless of so. where we're, regardless of where we're playing and where we're training, and yeah. I think as a club, we might not be seeing each other all the time, but I think it's as close as it's been for a long time. And everyone's singing off the same, everyone's singing off the same hymn sheet, so to speak, and yeah. everyone's pointing in the same direction. We've kind of, we've kind of all pulled together at the minute. But to give an update on the other, well, the elephant in the room of uh, Manor, <laughs> um, <laughs> The council and Ben Bradley are still on the case with the trust. 
there's a couple of developments going off at the minute behind the scenes, which I think are going to make a massive impact for us as a club. I don't think I can officially say what they are yet because okay. it's not official with between the trust and the council, but I'm extremely confident that something will be in place for us to be back playing hockey at Manor in September. There may be a few bits before that and there may be a few bumps in the road, but I think I'm 99% sure that the calls I've had with the council and Ben Bradley recently is that we will be back in that area from September for the new season, hopefully before so we can do some stuff over the summer. But worst case, first game of the season, I imagine that we'll be back down at Manor and we can have a bit of a bit of a launch event, get a load of people down there, get a, get all the chain gang from the council down there and give them the photo op that they all want, having helped us out for these past two yeah. years. They'll, they'll want us in the chat, no doubt, but um, as, I, as I said all the way through this, I'll shake anyone's hand at the end of the day if we can get back on that pitch. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we do have to give them some credit. The, there has been quite a lot of work going off behind the scenes and, you know, North Knots constantly gets mentioned in Parliament these days. Which... Well, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. For the right We're reason. We're in Hansard, that's marvellous. <laughs> well, if I'm, if I'm honest, I can't, like, obviously Ben Bradley has done quite a lot, but it's not just Ben. There's obviously the council's been involved. There's the there's the Labour um, Party's been involved. The, I think I think the Lib Dem guy from round here has actually been involved and sent a few emails. So it has really it has literally been every party that's trying kind of come together on this issue. So it's not I'm not concerned regardless of what happens in the elections in May for the mayor. I don't think that's going to have any impact on what's going to happen to us. I think yeah. every everyone that's involved in the area wants us back at that pitch. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, on that Under positive her- note, we'll just have a quick break and we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes. The North Knots Hockey Club. 100 Club. The North Knots Hockey Club 100 Club. Now, the 100 Club is a continuous fundraising effort where members, or indeed non-members of the club, pay £5 per month into a draw, with the total pot being split into two. Half goes directly to the club, and that the other half goes to prize money. The prize money is drawn each month and split between first, second and third place. The current first place winner each month wins around £50. So to enter, each person picks a number between 1 and 100, assuming it's available, anything, your squad number, your date of birth, the number of goals you scored, your inside leg measurement, it's up to you. And then this is drawn each month. So if you'd like to take part in the 100 Club, then contact Mark Johnson. He'll have a list of numbers and then you can set up your £5 standing order. Right, well, welcome back. Uh, Let's find out about some other teams. Jay, can you tell us a bit about the second team as far as you see it? Yeah, sure. I've had apologies from Will. He, uh, He did want to be on the podcast but he's coaching at Trent Bridge tonight uh, for his main love cricket. So yeah, the, sec- the second team, yeah, the second team are uh, are going strong and pushing for promotion at the moment. Currently stands uh, with Trent Uni at the top of the league on forty three points. Then our twos, this is Trent Uni have played sixteen. And our twos have played 16. Our twos are on 35 points in second place. And South Knots, I think, have played 17 
and are on 32, as are Beeston. Sorry, did I say our seconds are on 35 or 32? 35. Yeah, they're on 35. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really close. And games coming up for our twos on Saturday, which, again, this will have already been out. They're away against Burton, who they beat 1-0. Then they've got Derwent threes at home to play, who they put five by, beat them 5-0. Then the, the remainder, the last two games are Mansfield threes away, who we beat 5-0 in the first fixture, but are starting to climb up the league. They've made some okay. changes to their personnel in their third team and are, are climbing, climbing up the league. I think Chris Hasseltine James is doing a good job there. And then Barton threes, they're at home, uh, they're at home against them and the last week last weekend of the season and we beat them 2-1 last time we played them. But the really good thing is hopefully they'll have a great crowd for that last game of the season because the first team don't have a game. Obviously, we're mindful none of our first team will be playing in that squad because my first team's been a consistent 14 players this season. So, so none of, you know, we can't have any shenanigans where we're dropping players down. That certainly won't be happening, but happening but they will hopefully all be on the side of the pitch with a can of shandy watching the game and cheering them on uh so i'm re- i'm really looking forward to that last game of the season with us not having any pressure no game to play and just being able to go down and just soak up the atmosphere and watch some of the young lads in the twos the likes of isaac george layton they're all going really well in the twos i think willard want me to mention them what what an impact they've had coming in this year. Uh, they're they're all three of them are doing brilliant and pro- providing the legs for some of the older players. Now they've lost Greer, who's had a knee injury. Really? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he's had his knee done. He's had a knee injury. So hopefully next year Greer will come back fitter. And yeah, hopefully it'll stay positive and uh, a promotion. But like I said to Will, the promotion's not not the most important thing there. The most important yeah. thing, the young lads like Leighton, Isaac, George, all coming through and starting to play. Certainly Isaac and George hopefully will play some summer league with the ones as well. Maybe Leighton even, but I know Leighton's first first loves cricket, so he might not be available in the summer, but hopefully we'll get them in with the ones, so we're starting to sort of integrate the younger players in already. So I know George and Isaac won't struggle when they come in at all. So that's something to look forward to. But what a difference it's been. Yeah, I mean, I I saw them when I did the uh, Robbie on the road with the seconds and they looked so good. It was a work in progress, as Will said, but obviously that, that work is really progressing. So I think it has to be. I think through the club, I think one thing we've learned is in recent years, we've sort of sat, rested on his laurels and said, right, this is the first team. This is what we, we've we not strived to move forward and push forward and put that pressure on players and say there's new players coming in and stuff. But now I think it's changed. And certainly in the first team, they know the minimum requirement in the first team is a level of fitness especially in the, the more forward positions. And if they don't reach that, then I will just bring someone in that can do that. And we've had some ups and downs this season. We've had a couple of controversial games, but 
yeah. the great thing is that uh, we are we've had games where we've had a flare up where people have wanted to win, but the great thing is we've had conversations after sorted it, and the week after the attitude and the mentality has been absolutely fantastic where people have tuned in, switched on and, and everyone in that team is, and I'm sure it's the same in the seconds is just playing for the badge and wanting to win games now. So that's how it has to be. And, and I want, I want to be able to pick from six players in the sec, seven players in the seconds and say, which one am I going to take into the ones? Cause they're ready. That'd be great. And yeah, uh, cause sure, then we won't happen. have the, we won't have the 50% sort of issue at the end of the season with players that... Because the league uh, have sent a reminder that uh, for the last four games of the season, all players must have played a minimum of 50% of the league matches they have played in that season for the team they are selected for. So ultimately, I can't speak to the league and say, oh, I want X, Y and Z to play in the seconds for the last four games, you you can't move your teams around now. Because before you used to get teams that used to get to a comfortable position, then maybe their twos or threes were pushing for a promotion. So all of a sudden they'd start moving it around and drop players. Well, you can't do that now because they must have played 50% of the games. Well, you can Unless see you... when they do that, that's fair enough. Exactly, exactly. You can, bring the, you can bring players up all day long from a lower team, but you can't drop them down. So, mm. so hopefully... Uh, that'll that'll have an impact as well with our seconds going for promotion and teams can't sort of load up because the problem they have is they're playing against other teams that have higher teams in leagues yeah. that they can yeah. quite easily drop players down. But the league, I don't know, the league are looking at team sheets now through GMS and stuff. So, so and the good thing is mo- most people know people and know names and stuff. So yes. The good players are known and you know who they are. So you can't just drop a different name on a team sheet because you'll get found out. And the yeah. punishments for things like that are massive now. So but no, just you, you just want to say what a job what a job Will's done this year, by the way, from that team having to drop out of the league less than twelve months ago because they couldn't get a team out to yeah. regularly get regularly getting a squad of twelve, thirteen, fourteen players out and bringing the lads through. It's Mm. It's a shout out to Will and his actual commitment to get it. Yeah, indeed. Get it as done. Well. We know it was a big decision. Yeah, it was a big decision for Will to drop down from the first team and take that take that jump to to take that second team on. So I just wanted yeah. to give a shout out from me really yeah. to say thanks very much for doing it, and hopefully I'll continue and do it again to bring them young lads even more on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we we after the last couple of seasons when we began this podcast. We were very optimistic. We thought things were going well, but we must have had doubts in our mind. So it's great to have this conversation tonight and Mm. hear that our positivity has actually been rewarded. And with people like Will, who made a sacrifice, but have done it for the club and the club has done so well because of it. That That is tremendous stuff. And that's what the club's all about, I suppose. So, uh, I suppose, unfortunately, we can't hear Jimmy's view of what's been happening with the thirds and the development side. So, uh, I can just give you a few thoughts about that. Although, you did mention, just one thing I wanted to mention, you just brought something into my mind, Jay. We always used to finish the season with a game against Sheffield Bankers. (laughs) If you remember this. And... um, 
we used to i think it was is it abbeydale in in uh, abbeydale yeah 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 and every time we played up there it was always a tough match yorkshire league side again but as we were coming getting there all the cricketers were arriving for their first game of the season and i I take it that's why hockey always finished so early compared with football because traditionally it was yeah cricket in the summer hockey in the winter it, it's a big gripe of mine, Robbie. I, I don't think the season lasts long enough. No, there, there, there is quite a lot of other things junior-wise. Uh, obviously, I, I'm involved in a few with with my lads for the next month or so. There's tournaments and things going off, but I I still think the league season's too short. I think 20 games is too short. I think we should be playing more like 28 games a season. I think what they've tried to introduce this year and pushed a bit more is some midweek games. League yeah. games, which is interesting, and it's you know why not make the leagues a bit bigger and and play twenty eight games a season, but also include three midweek games in there. Yeah, uh, it's something the league could look at whether they will or not. I don't know. I think I think what the league needs is it just needs freshening up. It it's yeah. been the same format, the same thing. For the last forever, <laughs> 20 years, 30 years. I think it's only changed since, and you'll remember, Rob, when you used to just you used to just play either home or away, didn't you? You got your fixtures. Yeah. And you were either home or away against a club. But there was a lot more teams, weren't there? Well, that, yes, I, you did. I think there was like 30 teams. You played like 30 games, I think. Uh, and and you either played home we, or we certainly started earlier. Yeah, we were, we were get, getting going in September. Yeah, but I, I don't think you, you ever went much past Easter, and that you had the tournaments yeah. at Easter that Barry yeah, told us exactly. about a few episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps just... some of those people at the league still think that um, the batsmen need their cricket pads back from yeah. the goalkeeper to start the new season. You know, but, so. why, but why is that more important? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like to see probably at least another two fixtures chucked in there. Or at least another two teams in each league that would give you another four fixtures, and they could Why be not? mid, they could be midweek ones, which which would be interesting. Hopefully, GMS will uh, continue working and and improve. Me and Paul had this conversation the other day that what needs to come now with GMS is probably photos as well, so you can look at team sheets yes. and see people's faces, and that oh would be a God, massive jump forward. And I would have been really interested in certain games this year to look at bases and photos mm. from team sheets and see if they matched up. But I think that has to come. Yeah, my photograph might be in black and white, though. So. <laughs> but I'd also, it'd, it'd also be great to get the old goal scorers back as well because uh, there's no goal scorers on the league where the old league table used to have goal scorers. And hopefully ah. they'll develop that and that'll come back. Because especially for the younger kids, you know, that's what it's all about, scoring goals. So... So I'm hoping there's some things that, that do come to fruition eventually, but who knows? Who knows? We'll just keep doing what we're doing and and keep chucking our two penneth worth in and offer advice, whether people listen or not, it's up to them. So. Well, on that point, we'll just have a, another short break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Do you love hockey? Do you live in the Mansfield All Workshop area? Do you want to join a club that will help to develop your skills and talent? North Dots Hockey Club are looking for new players now. North Dots Hockey Club. 
get in touch with the club's social media. Facebook. Instagram. Or Twitter. North Knots. A real hockey club. Welcome back again. Uh, so just a few thoughts about how the third team and development sides have been going. They, like the other divisions, the thirds are in a, a real mixed division. There's some very good sides in there and some some weak sides. And after a pretty, I would say, unstable start, I think we cancelled the first game within the thirds uh, and lost a couple quite heavily. Things have come together. What's happened in particular is the squad has got stronger. Probably the effect of the, the the two higher teams and younger players going up and perhaps older players coming down. But there seems to be more availability. And we've had some cracking results in the third team so that uh, we're sitting mid-table at the moment. And in terms of where we want to be, I would I would imagine looking at the, the final few games, there's no chance of promotion. But I think we're going to be top half. And I think at the beginning of the season, we were worried. It was We were perhaps in a division perhaps too high. But we're not. We're certainly not. We're, we're fighting our corner. And I think we're, we're going to be in that top half. I'm not going to mention any individuals because I think Jimmy will do that when we round up at the end of the season. However, I would like to just talk about Jimmy because he's the one who's held it all together. He's made it happen. And our improvement and success has been down to him. Is that it? It, 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 the, the time that he's put into it and the self-sacrifice uh, is, is quite amazing. Because not only has he been sorting out the third side, the third, he's, he's been sorting out the development side. Now, I've been lucky enough to play in both of those. I've only played two or three with the development side. And as we know, that's a very different sort of arrangement because we have no points because we don't play for points. But once again, we're in a very mixed division because many of the sides aren't development sides and they are playing for points. They want to get up, but it's been very positive. We, I think we've lost more than we've won, but we have, I think we've hardly missed a game. We managed to get sides out. Uh, we've got three good victories behind us. And the key thing about it is the youngsters have done so well with the older players. Uh, and it's tremendous to see and to see them coming on in such a short space of time. So once again, that's a lockdown to Jimmy and his organisation and managing to get these out. It doesn't matter where we're going to finish in the division because, of course, we're going to finish bottom because we've got no points. <laughs> we can do nothing about that. But uh, it's been really, really enjoyable. And Zach, of course, has been playing in both teams. Any comments you'd like to make, Zach? No, I, I'll look at your thoughts and just say thank you for Jimmy for organising it all because it is his obviously a job doing both teams. And I think it's been a bit, very enjoyable for the season. I've started the season in goal and played outfield now, which is different. So. A man of many talents. Yeah. And your goalkeeping has been really held us together at times, Zach. I mean, that was that was a tough call, but you've you've stood up and done it, mate. And that's been brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it as so well. I think Jimmy's think. done a great yeah, that, job. That's the key thing. We've had good fun. Having having spoken to James quite a few, I normally give him a ring while I'm walking the dog in the morning, and knowing the stress, and how he's kept going with it all and and kept it sticking together. We're often chatting on the phone and and trying to sort bits out, and he has done a great job. And it, it's not an easy job; it's quite stressful. So, well done, James. And it's been taxi before... driver for most of the kids yeah. as well. Yeah, well, that's that, yeah. <laughs> the logistics are <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs>
North Knotts Hockey Club are the best club in the Mansfield area. Why not consider joining now? For more details, check out our social media sites on Facebook and Twitter. Well, that's enough about the men's section. Paul, can you tell us a bit about what's been happening in the ladies' section? Yeah, certainly, Robbie. So, the ladies' ones, which I think you'll probably hear more from the man himself shortly on Robbie on the Road, because... I'm pretty sure, pretty sure Andy will uh, wax lyrical about the ladies' first team for a little while. He's, he's, he's not one to mince his words, so I can imagine he'll, he'll fill you in a bit more. But it's been really positive from my perspective with them. Obviously, again, with the situation of the club, they ended up having to effectively regroup the first team and, and build again. But I think, although they might be overall disappointed, I think I don't think they'd be disappointed in me saying that, but I think they're probably a little downhearted by where the, where the season's ended from the from bits of it. But I think ultimately, to go up a league and start to blood in new players and get to where they've gone and sit comfortably in mid table and at times beat the top teams in that league, I think they've actually had a really positive season. They brought players like Layla into the first team, and she's played pretty much every weekend and, and had good minutes. And they've also started to now blood younger players. So Phoebe Butler made her first team debut last weekend, which obviously is another generation of the club coming through, similar to the mm-hmm. men's side. And and a new player, Holly, and I'm not quite sure of her surname, but she only signed for the club in October and she also made a first team debut a few weeks ago. So similar to the men's side, they're starting to bring that youth, that that youth through. And I think they've seen that they need to do that moving forward to continue on with that. But the ladies' first team have been solid and solidified the position as one of the teams to beat in that league, I think, next year. Yeah, I think ladies it's great second. Sorry, mate. I think it's great yeah, they've got Andy right. there now and they've finally got a coach that's comfortable, settled and actually developing some some players now because we've struggled for the last few years. So so it's a real positive that. Yeah, you, 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 definitely. The, uh, what you hear in a short while, the clarity of of what he's brought in his organisation is is tremendous and it's paying dividends. So you're right. I totally agree. He is. He's just a positive influence, I think. And I, I mean, with all coaches, there's going to be bits where people don't agree with what he's doing. But I think mm. for, the, for the club in general, he's going to be brilliant because he's just got that exposure in the hockey world. So for us as a club, our name being out there and uh, around the international hockey scene isn't going to be a bad thing for us either. No, absolutely not. But... But from moving on from that, so the ladies' second team, they're uh, they're flying high. They're currently second in the league and fighting their way out for promotion, which I think, hand on heart, I think they should get. They've been playing brilliant hockey. And again, same as same as the ladies' ones, they've started to bring some of the youth through. So players like Scarlett Holloway, Freya Wellsby, Libby Edwards, to name but a few. And then like people like, uh, Isabel Hesseltine James and players like that have started to make the debuts into the second team. So I think again, there's possibly been six or seven under eight teams start to be blooded into that squad. Mm-hmm. So not only are they pushing for promotion, they're also bringing those players through. So I think the plan for them next year will be to continue that and to start bringing more and more players through so that that development to the first team can continue because obviously they can't. Not everyone can play forever, and I think no. some of those, think some of those ladies at the top of the club are ready to uh, to step down and uh, 
and pass the mantle on to the next generation. But we've got to get those players ready. We can't just drop yes. them straight in. No. Like a bit like the uh, the men's the men's side last year, it was kind of sink or swim for some of those youngsters. And I think definitely for the first six months, they were definitely sinking and it was kind of being held together by the older ones. But I think that switch has definitely been made now. And it's the youngsters that hold the team together. And it's the old guys that just kind of fill in around them and give them that <laughs> bit of experience. So I think hopefully that can, that can be transposed across the club. I've just looked at the uh, league table for the ladies' seconds and they're currently sitting second, played 18. University of Nottingham are first, played 17. They're both on 44 points and then third place are on 34. So they've got a 10-point gap there and they have, I think, one, two, and they've got four games left to play. So... So they're not far away from actually doing doing the business and actually getting promotion. So, Excellent. in fact, will a win Saturday do it for them? Potentially. It just depends what the league do about promotions and relegations because I know they're messing, messing around with it because yeah. of the National League situation. But hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they go up. Well, that would be nice because they- they've got Ashfield Aztecs, which is Mansfield's ladies' team on Saturday so to win the league yeah. there would be nice but 10 points clear I'm confident that they'll probably they'll probably do that I'd have thought yeah as I say Sarah's done a brilliant job this year again it's fantastic I think, yeah. I, think the, I think the second teams are a bit of a thankless task because you kind of pick up the pieces of what the first team doesn't want so do. I think you do I think it's one of them way and you're kind of waiting for what the first team picks to pick up what you can sort out but She's done a brilliant job. She's continued on and she's got the job. She's Well, she's looking like she's going to get the job done for him. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then, obviously, the ladies, threes and fours, is a pretty similar situation to the men's threes and fours, as in it's a flag that does all the organisation. This time, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Family business. Yeah, so I think that household spends like 90% of its free time trying to either sort out a hockey team or transport a hockey team around somewhere. Oh. But but what um but what what she's done with those two teams this year, having made that decision to drop out of the ladies first team and take up bringing the youngsters on has been nothing but brilliant really. From where they were probably even at the beginning of the year, they've gone from having not many youngsters in that development team to having 13, 14 youngsters and just having to get a couple of adults to fill in around them. Yeah. I think junior training, well, not, it's not junior training, but the development training on a Wednesday night that Ant and Greg and Michelle have been running a regular getting 20, 30 kids down there every week. So it's brilliant. It's amazing. brilliant to see. And it's just a case now of those players pushing through and being given the chances to develop. I'm, I'm not sure on the league positions for those two teams, but again, the ladies' fours is like the men's fours, a development team. So the points are irrelevant. It's about the it's about the play, players, not the not the um, not the points. But the ladies' threes have picked up picked up a good couple of wins, and they've started to play better hockey coming through and getting those youngsters through. And I, I think even even the older players are appreciating that because there's that enthusiasm come back because of the youngsters being there. I think a few of the players had lost a bit of interest in it and were kind of less keen on it. But I think having these youngsters around them and seeing how excited they are to play and everything else, I think has kind of reinvigorated them back into the sport and what they now want to play every week as well. So I think well, moving 
moving forward, I think potentially if we do get Mana back, we're probably going to be having to look at add more teams, not less. Yeah. Flip an egg. Wow. I'd love to see the figures on how many people have made a debut for our club this year in men's and women's because I bet it's off the scale compared to other years considering I, we're playing would, yeah. somewhere different to where we normally play and it's a 15 minute drive to actually now be rebuilding after COVID it's incredible incredible I, when you I, look at other clubs how many teams have been dropping teams out it's crazy Sorry, Paul. Well, you think in the you think in the local area, so Nottingham's dropped teams, Boots have dropped teams, and things like that, which were historically your big clubs in the area. Yes, like they were bigger yeah. than we. And little old North Knots has uh, punched away. And as I say, as Jay says, I would imagine on just the ladies' side of the club, there's probably been 15, 20 debuts for the club, mm. and then men, men's there's probably been ten or twelve mm. easily. So you look. You're looking across that. That's that's three teams worth of players that have never played for the club before that we we pulled into the sport of hockey. Well, and well, it's not just kids; season, the parents are coming. Well, I mean, you think one season, two seasons ago, can you have imagined this? It's it's quite remarkable. Yeah. Even well, as, two years... as soon as last week, we had a new player join the seconds last week who who's come over and joined us, Freddie. So it's every week there's people. Uh, there's people interested in joining. It's great. I think they just really like listening to podcasts. That's what's doing it. That's yeah. what it must be. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> anyway, I think yeah. we've, we've heard a few things about the ladies. Might be a good idea now to stop, have a break, and let's hear the ladies in action. Let's hear Robbie on the road. Well, it's the new year. The second half season is well underway. So it's time for another episode of Robbie on the Road. Let's see where I end up today. Well, here I am at Workshop Leisure Centre. I'm going to watch the ladies first take on Matlock. The ladies are on a run of four really good victories, two of which were against the top teams in the division. Matlock beat them last time, just before Christmas, 4-3. But things have changed a lot since then, so I'm really interested to see how we get on. Before the game starts, uh, there's a warm-up session in the gym at the Leisure Centre, which seems eminently sensible to me. There's a nice warm room to do it in. So I'm going to go and see what happens in there. Well, here I am in the gym. And this is so civilised. I mean, if you're going to do a warm-up, why not do it in the warm? And here we are, in the warm, with a bit of music to get you in the mood as well. Andy's told me we've got a full team here today, so I'm just counting up. That looks to be about 13, 14 players. I'll see when we get out there. But everyone is getting involved. Everyone's used to doing this. You can tell there's a, a clear procedure. Everyone's doing the same stuff, going through the same routines. So that by the time we get out onto that pitch, we're going to be absolutely ready. I'm not looking forward to much of going out to the pitch now. It's so nice and warm in here with the music. But then again, today, not such a bad day. The warm-up is obviously well rehearsed as well. They know exactly what they're doing. We just had a, an exercise which involves rolling a ball and catching, which looks quite simple. But of course, as Andy's explained, it gets players moving but also bending down bending the knees getting supple and everyone knows exactly what they're doing it looked, it looked complicated but there was nobody 
running into one another. It wasn't just a circle. They were crisscrossing and uh, doubling back. So that was very impressive. And now we've got onto the sprints. I think this will probably be about the last activity. And everyone gets stuck in. Everyone's really working hard. So by the time we get out there, we'll be nice and warm and ready to go. Well, here I am with Lisa at uh, pitch side. The match is going to start in about 10 minutes. How are you, Lisa? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Robbie. Good to see you. Are you enjoying this season? I am, yes, very much so. We've been winning as well for the last few weeks, so that's good. How different is it from last season? Oh, a lot different, yeah. Especially having a coach on the side, it helps a lot. Well, I was very impressed with the, the organisation of the warm-up and your total involvement. Are you enjoying that part of it? Yeah, yeah, it's good fun, yeah. It makes it enjoyable. And I believe your daughter's coming along nicely now. Yeah, she is, Phoebe. Yeah, she trained with us on Wednesday, so that was good. Um, and she's doing really well. Wants to progress to the first team eventually, so... Well, of course, it's, it's in the blood. Yeah, So, is. is she playing today? She is. She's playing threes, and then she's coming here at 3.30 to play development. And so, I believe you might be in it as well. Yeah, I'm going to play as well, so that'll be good. Isn't that just fantastic? Yeah, amazing. Well, first of all, we've got to get this one out of the way. Yeah, hopefully I won't fall over and rip my other knee to bits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that won't happen. Anyway, you have a great game. Thanks, Robert. See you later. Bye. Well, there's still a few more minutes before the game, and I'm with Nicola and Jess, who I spoke to earlier in the season on uh, Pushing Back. Nicola, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Robbie? I'm marvellous. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be watching you. I've been looking forward to this. I couldn't come and see you back in uh, December, of course, because it was iced off. So I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So what am I going to see today? What am I going to see from your team? Hopefully we've got a good, strong squad out today. Um, a completely different side to what faced Matlock um, first time round. There's six different players in the, really? in the squad of 14 today. So hopefully um, a good team performance. So how have things changed then for you in, in the team and the way you're playing? I think probably for since Christmas time and probably just a little bit before, I think consistency within the team has been a key area. And I think when you speak to Jess about last season, that's probably one of the key um, differences. We've Week after week, we've had more of the same players playing and it's been good, you know, um, good, good, strong team performance and I think everybody's up for it each week. So you're seeing the same faces and that, that really makes a big difference. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So how are you then, Jess? You, you've got a big smile on your face. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I am I'm really good. I mean, to actually watch some good hockey and to play some nice hockey later on, I hope. Yep. So, yeah, Nicola mentioned last season. How are things different for you from last season? So we get more people to train in, which is a key thing. So I think with having the structure of Andy doing our training sessions, it encourages people to come down. Yeah. And we've got a better availability throughout the weeks um, on Saturdays. So not a consistent squad so we actually are a settled team this time well that's good do you think you're fitter as well has it made a difference to that um yeah i think so i think um with um stepping up her league um we was initially caught out because it was a bit of a step up and we wasn't quite expecting it as to be as big a step up but we've settled into it now and hopefully things we can keep improving and wait i mean you're you're turning around the 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 results from before christmas against the same teams and uh, against the top teams so uh, uh, so you've got one to prove today i mean i think it was a four three loss a seven goal thriller yes it was um hopefully hopefully we're on the best side of the result today well i i can't quite stay till the end of it but i'm looking forward to well (laughs) I've got to get down to Binger to play no, my game. No, that's so, all right. <laughs> you'll forgive me. But yeah. I, I hope 
you yeah, put it to bed before I go. Yeah, we'll let you know how we get on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll make sure of that. Hey, well, have a great math, match, both of you. Thank and, you, uh, you too. I'll see you soon. Yeah, thank, thank you. Bye. <laughs> well, they're tossing up, and Nick is now coming back from having spoken to the two umpires. And with a bit of luck, I'm going to hear the pre-match talk. I'm going to join the huddle. Okay, so feel free if you're in that D, if the pass isn't on, take the shot. Take the shot, take the shot, take the shot. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Go get them, girls. Over to you, Jess. Right, come on, girls. Um, I know we've been saying that the team potentially might be a bit weaker and we're stronger, but let's not be complacent with that. Let's go and play our game. That means we pass to us. <laughs> we talk to each other. And let's go and win. Yeah, girls, because let's be honest, last couple of games that we've won, people probably at the beginning of that game would not have said we would have won on yes. paper. So let's not write this off. Yeah, we don't get enough. cocky. Yeah, we okay. still 50-50 balls are out. We're in front of every ball and we hit them hard in the first five minutes, OK? Yeah. No slacking off whether we think the good or bad. Yeah. Come on, girls. Come on, girls. Yeah. Yeah. On three. One, two, three. Nuts! Woo! Well, now I'm with Layla. The match has started. Uh, at the moment, she's standing off, but she'll be on in a short while. Hello, Layla. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. Looking forward to seeing you playing. Are you enjoying this season? Yeah, I really am. I think uh, over the season we've progressed a lot as a team. At the beginning we had a bit of a rocky start, but now yeah. we're starting to play as a team and we're yeah, all starting to get to know each other and how each other play. Well, I noticed your warm-up, you all work together, and that happens on the pitch, does it? Yeah. What position do you normally play? I normally play right midfield. And how's that going? Well, I really like it there because it allows me to play a bit more defensive when I need to and I like it. I think my best attribute is probably passing and it allows me to pass a lot and move the ball on. So, yeah, I really enjoy it. Oh, well, excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing you doing that passing. So, uh, And I think something's happening special with your dad today as well. Yeah, I've got to film for my GCSE PE. <laughs> <laughs> a, bit, a bit more pressure. Of course, of course. Not that you need any more pressure. That's just marvellous. <laughs> anyway, uh, you have a brilliant match. Thank I look you. forward to seeing you on the pitch in a short Thank while. Thank you very much. Beep, beep. Right, the game has now started. We're about 10 minutes in. And I'm with Claire. She just came off. How are you doing, Claire? Yeah, well, I'm all right, Robbie. A little bit um, tired, but 10 minutes of hard work. Won't do anyone any harm. I was going to say, you <laughs> only, if, you, if you're really starting to puff after 10 minutes, it shows the commitment to the team, the commitment to you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're working really hard. I think, um, you know, it's not the best start we've ever had to a game. Um, but we just need to find the pass, not be sloppy. Um, but it, it, it's coming. I think we're a, a slow, bit started a bit slow. But you've been in their D a lot more than they've even been near yours. So yeah, we're, we're up there. I think it's just that final, um, you know, pass and just tidying it up. Really, you know, get get there first of the ball. We just need to push on a little bit more um, and get get the first goal. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to come. I mean, from what I've seen the first few minutes, it's, that's the way it's going. Although we are now looking at the uh, the Matlock team in your half for the, for the first time in a while. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I think this is the first bit of attacking play for them. So hopefully we can just, you know, win the ball back nice and quick and, and yeah. get all the pitch. There's some good, there's some good defending going on there. So um, you're off after 10 minutes. Is this the way the whole match will go with the, the rolling subs? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We like to have a, a big squad and, you know, it's not a team of 11. As Andy, Andy says, it's a team of 14 you know, 13, so, yeah, loads of rotations, fresh legs, and, yeah, that's what's been been going in our favour lately, so... Well, it's, it's, good. it's obviously working. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the match. Brilliant, thanks, thanks Robbie. Bye. <laughs> well, now I'm pitch side with Andy. We're about 20 minutes into the game, I think. Um, uh, yeah, 21-13 gone. <laughs> uh, and, and we've just seen the first of, I hope, 
many goals going in? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much going to plan um, the way we've set up for today now. We said we've just got to get through the first 20 minutes, get some uh, mileage in our legs and just force these guys back and have a look at them. When you can see how they play now, so uh, yeah, we're expecting uh, probably a bit better things. Passing isn't as crisp as it should be, but they're getting there as you can see. It's uh, Overall, they're playing well at the moment, but I think there's a lot more to come still. Right. Well, you, you've had all the chances, as far as I can see. Yeah, very much so. Um, not being that good in front of goal. Um, the girls are normally better than that, but I think it's a little bit of nerves. Yeah. Um, you know, coming off the winning streak, we're on. You know, the pressure's on them every game. Just one second. That's great play. So Jess just actually took the ball off their centre forward with absolute ease. She's like, she's, she's like a thoroughbred. She is absolutely brilliant. And another attack is underway. Yeah, which another is... attack. Here we go, Lisa Butler. Yeah, probably shouldn't have took that into contact. But again, I think what you're seeing there, Rob, is the tenaciousness of the side now. Yes. We, we don't give up. We're always trying to make ourselves first to the ball. And if we're first, then we're very, very close second. And there's always someone there to yeah, help you out as they're well. They're working well off the ball. They are. Quite happy with that side of it. It's just uh, the passing needs to get a little bit sharper yeah. and a little bit more... Yeah. Uh, a little bit more we, we like to play a percentage game at the moment the guys are prepared to take a pass at 70% on instead of waiting until it's in the 90s so yeah it, there's still room for improvement oh, I'm sure we'll see I'm sure but even so it's looking so good and yeah. just a word about Matlock I mean th- this is no pushover team they no, move the ball, a, aw- ball around nicely so. absolutely they're a decent team you know I think their league position doesn't do them justice you know they're a, they're a good club they've got good coaching um, you know there's some decent players out there they really are we're having to work very hard but it's no different to how we've been working in the past few weeks, and that's what's paying dividends, to say the least. Well, between you, you're putting on a cracking game, which is really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Uh, and I hope it it's stays. So here it. we go. Ah, oh, let's go. Here we go, Lil. Just pop the line up. She's gone inside. That's a good ball. Claire's picked it up. Good turn. Oh. <laughs> and another chance goes. But they'll keep coming, Robbie. I'm sure they will. <laughs> anyway, thanks for your time, Andy. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Max. Well, now I'm with Gia. We're nearly at the end of the first half. Gia's just come off. She's just had a little breather, which she, <laughs> she's thoroughly deserves because she scored the first goal. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Um, I suppose it was a bit of teamwork. Passed it off to Claire and she kind of passed it back across and then, yeah, just close to the line. So just popped it over the line, really. Oh, that's all you got to do. <laughs> you got you, to be problem. there in the first part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's, I mean, to me, you've had a heck of a lot of the possession here. Yeah, we have, yeah. But we just need to make sure we capitalise on it, really, I think. We've had a lot of possession. Um, when we're playing it well, we're playing really well. Um, but we're a bit soppy at times. Maybe just need to get our head back up, drop it back in, play it back out and retain possession a bit more, I think. But playing well, um, just keep going 2-0, nearly half-time. So. I, I think you are, but it's really good to watch. I mean, the, the, the close passing is looking excellent and I think that second goal came from a bit of that as yeah, well. Yeah, in the day, definitely, so. yeah. Dropping it back out and then a ball in from Claire. Popped off to the other Claire and then Lil put it in. Too many Claire's. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> hey, I'm really enjoying it. You enjoy the rest of the match. Thank you. Thank you. Well, unfortunately, it's now half time and I've got to go because I've got to get down to Bingham for my match against South Knots. But it's really great to see why our ladies first are doing so well. We're 2-0 up at half time. We've had... 80-90% of the play Matlock have hardly been in our half and they're not a bad team they knock the ball about well but the defence has been strong the ball f- comes out of defence really quickly and players are running off the ball making spaces and cr- 
creating the chances and perhaps we should have had more than two but I'm sure there are going to be a few more coming in this second half so that's it from uh, Worksop for another episode of Robbie on the Road well I'm still on the road I've uh, come down from Worksop to Bingham where I'll be playing against South Knots for the third team in a short while on the way down I've heard that we ran out 7-1 winners against Matlock. That's incredible. It was 2-0 when I left. Obviously, uh, the pressure of having someone do interviews made them nervous. And as soon as I left, they just relaxed and rolled five more goals in. So that's an absolutely brilliant result. It's been great to see the ladies today. I wish I could have stayed for the whole match. But what I saw was a team really gelling together, working together, playing for each other and of course playing some cracking hockey. So let's see where this season takes us. Well I hope you enjoyed that episode of Robbie on the Road. We're getting close to the end of this podcast now so uh, let's just hear a few things about what's coming up at the end of the season and perhaps even beyond because it doesn't, it doesn't just stop on the hockey pitch of course so paul any dates for our diaries we should know about well the main one is going to be obviously everyone's favorite night of the year the end of season awards which are looking at being more than likely the 19th of may which is a friday night and it's going to be at the yeah. 1861 suite at mansfield town football club with uh well, we've uh, we've moved on moved on there to give them a try and see if we can gain a partnership up up with them and use their suite to do it. So hopefully that'll be successful and well attended. It's always a good night. It's always um, always interesting. There's a few stories always come out from that evening over the years. So uh, I'm I'm assuming. Well, we'll have our microphones there to capture <laughs> yeah, a few definitely. of them. Definitely, definitely. And then the other big one that we've not got the date set for yet, but will be upcoming, is obviously the AGM. These. Uh, is, these yeah. are the things that keep the club going and for anyone that wants to jump on board to with the committee and wants to help out then please do put your names forward it's not it's not a closed off thing it's very open and it's just a case of if people are willing and want to want to help out we, there'll be a role that they can help with or if they want to like shadow someone and just help out a little bit then it'd be great because the more the merrier and it basically just spreads the club out a bit more and we can then, as you say, continue to grow over the next coming years. Mm. Yeah, I mean, just ask someone, whatever, you, if you want to do a job in the club and you think you've got something you can offer, if you're a graphic designer, don't sit there and not say anything, you know, <laughs> speak to us and we'll have you designing posters. If you're like Zach, we knew Zach was doing a sound engineering course, so we've dragged him onto this podcast to make him do things <laughs> If you're interested and want to do things, whether it be coaching or anything, then speak to us. And, you know, I'm sure there's something we can find for people. Uh, don't sit in the shadows. You know, we need, uh, there's a lot of people in our club that have a lot of talent. Um, unless they tell us, we don't always know that. No. So, so it's always useful if people uh, tell us these things. So, Well, there's so much going on. That's That's really great news. Well, this has been a particularly positive podcast, I think. Uh, as, as I said before, you know, a season, two seasons ago, things have been looking a bit gloomy. To be able to report back on progress in so many areas just gives you a buzz. 
So I'm looking forward to the last few games of the season. I hope I'm fit and well to play them. Uh, this Absolutely, is now... Rob. Pardon? Absolutely, Rob. I was going to say, did you want to uh, did you want to mention where we're getting towards with how many people have actually downloaded this podcast? Because I mean, oh yeah, this, pod- this podcast was just it was just a flippant idea, really, uh, and we could see that the market was sort of starting up, uh, and it all began with uh, a story about Chris Buck hitting a hockey ball at a duck, <laughs> and it seems a million years ago since we did that story yeah. and and obviously there's still loads more to come and over the summer we'll be getting stuff ready for next season and and planning things to keep it fresh and move things forward and and seeing what seeing what other pressures me and James can put on ourselves <laughs> ready for the start of the season and come up with new hairbrain ideas like this one but uh, there's still a lot we can do with the podcast with sure and moving it forward so we do want people to keep downloading it, keep liking it, keep spreading the word and getting people to listen. Like I said, through the summer, we'll be doing summer league and we'll probably drop two or three podcasts out between this one and the end of the season. We're especially looking forward to getting a Robbie on the whiskey edition <laughs> for the annual dinner instead of Robbie on the road. So that might, that might be uh, a bit more, that'll be a bit more of a fun podcast, but obviously speaking to the award winners and things like that at the uh, annual dinner, which is what people want to hear. So we'll be looking forward to that. So how many downloads are we edging towards now, Robbie? Did you you say it was um, pushing a 1,000? Yeah, we're nearly a 1,000. The last Christmas one took us to, we were round about the 940, 50 marks. So... This is uh this is the fifth six. episode, is it? Did we say? Did we say six. five, sir? Pardon? This is the six. So to to hit nearly a thousand downloads and to have people downloading it from all over the world, different countries. We've been mentioned on the hockey newspaper. Yeah. Uh, we've been we've been mentioned on the Let's Stick Together Y One podcast that's run by international players. So so yeah, we're getting there. It, it's good, and and hopefully we'll grow it even more and get a bit slicker in for next season. Maybe uh, maybe we'll even have like a Saturday report with results. <laughs> <laughs> Ambitious. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's all marvelous stuff. So well, thanks to everybody who's been involved, particularly to the to the ladies who invited me along uh, about a month ago now. Had a great time, and so many of them spoke to me. To everybody tonight, and, and Zach, of course, once again for doing all the technical stuff. So, looking forward to hearing you very soon, speaking to you again very soon. But remember, until then, keep pushing back. <laughs> <laughs>